Welcome to the SCORE Innovation Podcast. As one of the world's largest reinsurers, SCORE provides insurance companies with diverse and innovative solutions focused on the art and science of risk. The SCORE Innovation Podcast channel sheds light on evolving consumer needs in life and health and property and casualty reinsurance and connects them to global ecosystems. You can subscribe to the channel on your favorite podcast platform to get notified of all our new exciting content. Hello, everyone, and thank you for listening to SCORE's podcast, where we will be discussing our SMART tool. Let's first start with a few introductions. My name is Michelle Spivak, and I will be your moderator for the SCORE podcast on SMART. I have been with SCORE for over eight years and in the industry for 28. I'm proud to say I'm a third generation in the insurance industry. I started my insurance career for a direct carrier where I underwrote for multiple distribution channel types. At SCORE, I have been an underwriter for the facultative business and most recently transitioned over to my current role as Director of Underwriting Research, where I work on clients' requests for proposals, also known as RFPs, client change requests, and related consultations. James, could you introduce yourself to our listeners? Yes, thank you, Michelle, and hello, podcast listeners. My name is James Atkins. I have been in the industry for 27 years now, having started with a small carrier and later a major carrier, both based in Kansas City at that time. I had the opportunity to move to the reinsurance side in 2002 as a facultative underwriter for then BMA, Generali, and SCORE eventually, where I've been since. I eventually became a large case underwriter and then lead of the audit team performing internal and client audits for several years until 2020 when I moved into the accelerated underwriting side of the business. My current role is VP of Underwriting Data Innovation and AU Analytics within our underwriting solutions area. Tom? Hi, everyone. Uh, my name is Tom Balwick. I've been in life underwriting since 1996 with several direct carriers prior to joining SCORE nine years ago. During my time with SCORE, I've had various roles. First, as a facultative underwriter, prior to moving on to a more research and reporting role where I would review client change requests and RFPs, as well as maintain and provide various dashboards internally for both SCORE senior management and externally for our clients. Finally, my current position as AVP of Accelerated Underwriting Analytics, where I analyze AU data provided by the clients we reinsure to provide insights to both internal and external customers. James, so what is SMART? So SMART is an acronym for Scores Monitoring and Acceleration Reporting Tool. SMART is an AU benchmarking tool and resource we developed internally. It provides us with the ability to monitor and measure the overall AU performance of the various programs SCORE reinsures. SMART also allows us to quickly identify, respond to, and collaborate with clients on potential issues impacting a company's acceleration program sooner rather than later. We periodically consult with clients on potential step solutions to help reduce slippage and improve overall performance in their AU programs. What was the reason SMART was developed? Can you provide some background on it? I can. SMART was really born out of necessity. When Tom and I first began reviewing and monitoring the data on AU programs, 
we soon realized that the spreadsheets that Tom and I were using to collect the data was not the most efficient way to gather and store the data. It was also a challenge to visually compare common or key reporting metrics of one program compared to another. The level or degree of reporting we receive also varies by carrier and comes in different formats, further adding to the complexity. So there had to be a better way. SMART is built on the Tableau platform, and we are very fortunate at SCORE to have a very skilled and, and versed individual who develops dashboards within Tableau for us. Tom, can you tell us why is monitoring so important? Why did SCORE place so much emphasis on monitoring? That's a great question, Michelle. Monitoring is key to the success of any AU program, no matter if it's a new program or one that's been around for years. Without a robust monitoring system in place, there is no way to know whether the program is lining up with performance expectations. There are a variety of areas to be monitored. Perhaps the most important is mortality slippage. This is typically measured through the use of random holdouts and post-issue auditing. RHOs are a subset of cases randomly selected from cases that would have been accelerated, but are instead pulled from the acceleration pathway and fully underwritten to include obtaining labs and exam. Post-issue auditing is done on accelerated policies where any combination attending physician statement, electronic health record, medical claims, Rx recheck, or other evidence are obtained, and a separate monitoring decision is made. With both methods, the accelerated decision is compared to the monitored decision. The frequency, direction, for example, is a monitored decision better or the same as the accelerated, and severity between the two decisions will have an impact on mortality. Examining these cases can lead to insights into where there may be gaps in the program and what data source or sources might help close them. That does sound helpful. Does SCORE have a preference on monitoring methods or approach? Yeah, I can take this one. SCORE's preference is random holdouts since this more closely resembles a fully underwritten risk as exam and labs are being obtained. Definitely see more variation in the random holdout monitoring results compared to post-issue APS or even EHRs. However, there are pros and cons to using both, but uh, we do have several programs that currently employ both techniques. In addition to random holdouts and post-issue audits, Tom, is there any other monitoring that SCORE recommends as well as that we gather? Yes, there are a variety of other areas we recommend to be monitored. One of these is funnel rates, and by funnel rates, I'm referring to eligibility, acceleration, approval, and placement rates. Are these rates in line with pricing expectations? How do these compare to fully underwritten business? Are the rates changing over time? If so, are they attributable to a known program change? Claims is another area. Is the program working well? If the program is working well, it will take a while before any credible claims experience can be obtained, but it's still worthwhile to keep track of these. When did the claims occur? What were the causes of death? If there are any trends identified, look for ways to mitigate them. If I may, I would, I would also add agent monitoring. I would recommend monitoring by the individual agents as well as their associated agency. Identify patterns of clean sheeting, tobacco non-disclosure, perhaps a higher rate of lapse, rescission, and claims associated with a particular agent agency as well. 
additional training or corrective action can and need needs to be taken. That makes sense. What other metrics or data does SCORE collect? Yeah, we also collect specifics on our clients' A programs to include which data sources are being used, age and amount eligibility requirements, product and distribution details, whether or not an automated engine or predictive model is used. Is a credit-based mortality score being used? If yes, is it being used for triage or decisioning? James, would you like to speak about time service? Sure. So time service is another metric to consider. How much time savings is being gained with acceleration? How does the accelerated turnaround time compare to a fully underwritten application? We also recommend tracking a variety of timestamps along the underwriting pathway. For example, date application signed, date application received, date underwriting completed, as well as date issued, date placed, etc. In addition, perhaps consider measuring the time between stages. Is the application being held up somewhere? And can anything be done to improve that? We do have a, a comprehensive list of fields we recommend for not only benchmarking, but program monitoring. Listeners can reach out to Tom or myself to obtain a copy. That is great information, Tom and James. The benefit of SMART from an RFP and pricing perspective for SCORE, we can see this as a way to gather and monitor AU program performance as a reinsurer with a stake in the risk. We have a vested interest in confirming that a program is lining up with our pricing expectations. For the client, it's a way to benchmark their program against the industry. All data is anonymized to protect confidentiality. Tom, can you share insights and recommendations you have made? Sure, there are a number of insights that can be gained through a smart demo. A few of these include program parameters. Is a client program not obtaining a particular data source that the industry is widely using? Do agent amount limits need to be changed to keep up with the industry? Monitoring is another area. Is a company seeing a higher than average percentage of cases where the monitored decision was better than the AU decision? This may suggest some conservatism in the program, and while good from a mortality perspective, placement and persistency may be adversely affected. If the client isn't happy with the offer, then they may accept it, but quickly replace it. What is leading to that conservatism? What can be done to reduce it? Thanks, Tom. Are there any trends that we've been seeing in the last several months? Yeah, I can take this one. So a few things come to mind. We've seen companies increase their eligible face amount. This dates back a few years due in large part to COVID. That's back when clients were looking for ways to keep business flowing at a time when paramedic examiners and APS retrieval services were impacted due to the pandemic. Once those limits were raised, you know, it's, it's a bit of a challenge or more difficult to bring them back down. Pre-COVID maximum face amounts generally in the $1 million range. Now we're seeing more programs consistently in that two to three million or above range. Another trend or change is the increased use of digital health data. As hit rates increase, so does the value of newer data sources, such as medical claims and clinical labs. EHR rates are also increasing. Use of generative AI or artificial intelligence to read and summarize the structured data into underwriter automation-friendly formats helps to expedite the review and make it easier to incorporate into an AU program where a quick turnaround time is expected. Tom, do you, do you have anything to, to add or contribute? Yeah, I got a couple. Um, there have been 
signs of companies expressing reluctancy to use credit-based mortality scores, given the pending legislation in a number of states. Some companies have stopped using it altogether. Reduced maximum age is another one. The typical maximum age for most AU programs is 60, with a few being higher. As age increases, so does likelihood of developing a medical history that would preclude AU consideration. Pass-through rates for those aged greater than 60 are generally pretty low, and while it might look nice to market that your program consider older ages, it's not ideal to kick the majority of those out to traditional unwriting. COVID also had an effect on some programs in reducing the maximum age allowed for acceleration. That makes sense. James, what future enhancements to SMART are on the horizon? So in addition to monitoring data, we're collecting metrics and demographic information on the AU auto sessions that are seeded to score. Although still early, we're starting to see some claims start to accumulate. However, it will be a while before we have sufficient information and credible claims data, but we'll be ready for when this happens. Other enhancements include measuring the performance of programs that are automated versus non-automated, as well as when light touch or underwriter reviewed processes are implemented, whether there's proprietary predictive models, basically a model built using a company's own data are being used. We're also considering the potential to allow clients to access the tool with the ability to upload their own data to conduct their own analysis. We are also working with our data science and pricing teams on a few other features and enhancements as well. Very interesting. Thanks, James. How can carriers request to see a demo of the SMART tool? What steps do they need to take? Yes, so the easiest way is to contact Tom or myself via email at jatkins at score.com or tballwick at score.com. The demo generally takes about an hour. We recommend submitting to us your data beforehand so we can review, address any questions we may have prior to uploading into the tool. Tom and I can also provide a list of benchmarking metrics uh, if needed. And as mentioned, the information is anonymized and, and kept confidential. Thanks, Tom and James, for your insights today. This concludes SCORE's podcast on SMART. Thank you for listening. Thank you for listening to us today. You can subscribe to the SCORE Innovation Podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or your favorite platform, and be our first listener to new releases. Stay tuned and see you at the next episode.